0: welcome to the crystal crawford show i'm crystal crawford and i invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being hello welcome to the crystal crawford show and welcome to this week's episode that's called i would but i don't have the money you guys this today has been intense for me personally But beyond all of that, there is this thing that I'm seeing across the board where a lot of us are falling out of our lives instead of choosing to step in and be the guy. And it starts with, I would, but I don't have the money. Now, there's a lot of other ways that this falling out of our lives and stepping in to be the guy shows up as well. But one of the ways you can see where you're not showing up for yourself is when it comes to money now i know that's confronting and what a way to start a show and if you don't like it you can you can hang up now that's fine but it's really really important that we start to have a really different conversation about money and that it exists in the world money stops working when you disengage now, if you guys go watch uh, the true mental health show that I just did with Dr. Janine Kraft called um, What is Your Attachment Style with Money? Uh, also on YouTube, you can find a conversation where we kind of discovered that instead of attachment styles, what we're running into are disengagement styles. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of different ways that you can disengage from your life and from money. Now, by the way, the only way that you can not have money is if you're disengaging from creating your life okay so there's a lot of different ways to do that you can avoid looking at it you can just avoid looking at it you can and avoidance as you probably know if you've done any avoidance because i was a big avoider it creates a lot of backlog and it creates an even greater reason to avoid because of the backlog so avoidance is definitely an effective way of disengaging (laughs) But you've got to get that it is disengaging. When you avoid looking at money, when you don't want to deal with it, you don't want to handle it, that's you disengaging. And that's where money can't work. What are some other disengagements? So you can also think too hard about money. So if you're in your head about money and how am I going to do this and where's the money going to show up, but from your head, not from question, choice, possibility, and contribution, which I will talk about, that's another way of disengaging from money. Now, it's interesting in that particular style because it seems like if you're thinking about it and you've that it seems like you've got your attention on it. Right. But in truth, you're actually disengaging while appearing to have your attention on it, which is why thinking and trying to figure things out don't work. You can disengage by going into fear. Now, anytime you go into fear or worry, that's you disengaging. You're no longer present you've actually taken yourself completely out of the game by going into fear and worrying. And I mean, I have stories around that too. One in particular where I was, I had gotten myself down to my last $500 in credit, but this is kind of a different facet of that story. And I was looking at it, you know, like, what do I, eh, how do I change this? Um, and I was talking to a facilitator friend of mine and, and I, I, my story was, yeah, I forget which where she started with it, but my story was like, yeah, but I need this money. Like there's a lot of need in my world. Well, actually, this is another disengagement, is need. Needing money is another way of disengaging. Again, need kind of looks like it's you engaging, but it's you disengaging and not being present because need's not real. You don't, and this is what she said to me. She's like, you don't need money. And I was like, you haven't seen my bank accounts. I like literally need money. And she's like, Yeah, but you as an infinite being don't need. You just choose to have or you don't choose to have. And right in that instant I got it, I'm like, oh, right. So I'm actually disengaging from choice by needing because in need, I couldn't figure it out. I need it and I can't figure it out is essentially how that follows. So you can disengage by needing money. You can disengage by doing survival. So you disengage totally when you're doing survival as a point of view, you're not engaged in creating. And I don't think I've ever seen that so clearly until today. So my first question for you, if you're here watching the show of I would, but I don't have the money is how are you, how many ways are you disengaging from your life, from creating and from money? And let's throw in a clearing here. Everything that is times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine shorts, boys, poets and So that is like one of the first keys to get about money is it literally cannot work for you if you're disengaged and there's 82 ways that we disengage from money so how can money work so first of all can you create money from i would but no you cannot you have already provided the reason and the justification that money can't show up in your world and now you have disengaged with that statement. That's actually a disengaging statement. It's interesting even looking at this disengaging thing because I, I never really framed it for myself that way um, until today. And so I'm like, wow, God, there's so many different ways that we take ourselves off, offline, essentially. So how are you doing it? I mean, if I would, but I don't have the money is where you're living. What you got to get is like, no money isn't something that's just happened to you. It's something you've created. That's, I mean, And I guess that's the thing about money conversations is there's a lot of really confronting truths to face. It's like, no money doesn't just happen to you. You created it that way. So if you've created it that way, first of all, do you actually really want to do the thing you're saying you don't have the money for? Yes or no? Thing number one to look at is get honest with yourself. Engage and get honest and go, okay, do I actually want to do the thing that I don't have the money for? Or am I just saying I don't have the money because I don't want to look at that? I don't want to do it. That could be possibility number one. Possibility number two is you really want to do the thing that you're saying you don't have the money for, and you're not allowing yourself to know that. Because if you really allowed yourself to know that, it would empower you to a degree that you don't want to choose. And everything that is times a Godzilla, where you destroy it and create it all. Right? Wrong, goodbye, pod, pop all night shorts, boys, poems, and beyonds. So what we disengage from is the clarity about what's really working, what would really work for us and what really isn't working for us. Because you got to get that when you say I would, but I don't have the money, you're choosing to live in that position. You're choosing to live disengaged, disempowered. That in and of itself, recognizing that is incredibly empowering because you can really look at it as a choice you're making. And I do this all the time with myself. I look at these t- things I choose and I'm like, okay, is this where I want to live? Is this, is this actually where I want to live? Does this work for me to live here? That's another real key to changing it for yourself is recognizing that you're living in that point of view and, you, and looking at whether or not it really works for you to live there. And now I do get that in this whole conversation, what I'm inviting you to is a level of pretty brutal honesty with yourself, which is going to take some vulnerability. Mid-conversation, my tip to you is be willing to let this render you a little mushy and vulnerable because the truth about you is never that you're fucked up for creating this position. It's not, that, it's not true that you're fucked up. It's just that you're powerful. And you've been powerfully using yourself to create no money. And then using I would, but I don't have the money as the reason and justification to not re-engage and go, okay, cool. What else is possible? But that right there is piece number 52 of what it takes to actually change it. It is to re-engage and look at two things. Is what I'm choosing working for me? Yes or no. And getting that what you're choosing is I would, but I don't have the money. And number two, can I choose something that would work better? Once you start to really look at that, you will come alive. That is you reengaging. The moment you reengage, everything's possible. So how many thoughts and feelings and emotions and points of view are you using to disengage from the creation of living that would work for you? Are you choosing? And everything that is times a and we destroy and create it. All. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys, poets, and so You can go to theclearingstatement.com to find out that crazy phrase and how magical it is. I don't say this phrase anymore. I used to quite a bit. Um, probably five years ago when I was really changing money the first step to changing me using this phrase was to really listen to myself and you know the first took me about eight weeks to kind of train myself to listen to myself because the thing about money is that most of what's showing most if not all of what's showing up in your financial reality is getting created from unconsciousness and unconsciousness is just like totally disengaged with what's really occurring so As I was reading the How to Become Money Workbook, uh, which is this incredible tool that Gary puts out for us, it's like 35 bucks. He's like, you need to do this a hundred times. As I was doing that, the thing that was showing up for me was this paying attention to what I was saying to myself. So I started really listening. And one of the things that I had to really catch myself in was where I would say, I would, but I can't because I would, but, or I can't because those two things. And I didn't realize how much I was saying them until I got into this process and was really looking at changing things for myself because now I was really listening to myself and I was like, wow, I say this a lot. At the time, I was surrounded by a lot of people that were choosing a lot of things. And so they were kind of constantly asking me like, well, are you gonna go to this class? Are you doing this thing? And so I had way more of an invitation to like choose or not. And so I was saying a lot of, well, I would, but I don't have the money. And when I started to hear myself say it, I made myself a big demand. And this is one of the things you can do for yourself. Number one, listen to yourself. Number two, make a demand of yourself. And my demand of myself was like the moment I get to but or because I stop. I literally am not allowed to say those anymore. I'm not allowed to say those anymore. The only thing I can say if I want to say anything is I would, but I'm not. Or I'm choosing this because I'm choosing this because I'm choosing this. Those are the two things I allowed myself to say. And I really held myself to it for and for a couple of weeks. It was really intense because I'd been saying these things a lot to myself, to other people. And so for a couple of weeks, I had this really intense like thing with myself going where, nope, I would choose it, but I'm not. And I would force myself to sit with that uncomfort. Boy, is that a game changer. Cause that was another thing I was avoiding by not looking at it by not engaging with what I was actually creating. I was avoiding the uncomfort of like what I was creating for myself. And I was avoiding the uncomfort of all the things that I th- thought I didn't want to deal with by brushing something off with, I don't have the money. So are you choosing this? And I would say, no, I'm not choosing it. Well, why? Because I'm not. I would just sit there with that, their uncomfort, my uncomfort, like realizing that there was a lot of what I'd been doing to like, not make anybody uncomfortable, including me. And so as I sat there with that uncomfort of like, I'm just not choosing it, man, it was a wedge because it forced me to look at, did I really want to choose it? And I just wasn't, or what was really what was that you know like what was the uncomfort like was it theirs or mine or what like what did I really want to do with this like it really forced me to get present and look at it and that's the thing we're avoiding by I would but I don't have the money so you can change it and you can look at it and you can go okay wow I'm not choosing this would I like to because here's the thing you engage and you choose and everything's possible So that whole period of time was me like forcing myself to look at it, looking at it, and then choosing again. And about eight weeks of practicing this with myself, listening to myself, not allowing myself to do butter because anymore, really making a demand that I function from, I am power, I am awareness, I am control, I am creativity, I am money from the workbook, right? I started to get access to a totally different space of engagement. You disengage from the power that you are by using a reason and a justification for why you won't choose. You don't have to disengage from the power that you are. You can engage with the power that you are, and you can listen, and you can make demands of yourself, and you can engage with the creation of your life, and you can kind of keep yourself on the creative edge with that if you'd like to, if that would work better. And that would probably be where I sort of wrap up this conversation, maybe, let's see, is the thing to look at is, is staying disengaged with, I would, but I don't have the money working for you. And you really do have to look at this because sometimes it really is working for you, right? Sometimes, I mean, we only choose things that work for us on some level. And most of the things that are working about the things we choose unconsciously are unconscious. So you're going to be forcing yourself to kind of like pull up some energies that maybe you've kept hidden from yourself. But it's like, sometimes I would, but I don't have the money is really and truly working for us. It, we don't have to actually step out of our comfort zone. We don't have to engage and create our life. We get to just, you know, live the, the small life that we've got going so far uh, are a lot of the things. And then there can be other things. So you want to kind of look at, okay, what is working for me about this? I wouldn't spend too long there. Personally, I would look at and go a step further and, and really look at, okay, so I'm choosing to live here. I would, but I don't have the money is where I'm basically functioning from. Is that working for me? Is that enough for me? If I stay living here for like, like make yourself extend it out like 50 years from now. if i stay in this position for the next 50 years am i gonna be happy with me like i have to do that with myself sometimes i have to really look at the future i'm creating with what i'm choosing if i live here is that going to be me happy with me okay so what could i choose that would work better than this what could i choose that would really work for me right there you engage the moment you really look at this and is, that's you engaged. Now you're engaged consciously. From conscious engagement with what you're doing, how it's working, what you can choose that's different, you can create anything. Now you, as the power that you are, are present. And as the power that you are, you can create anything. So, if this, this, this show is a universe, if you'd like to start with one piece of it, you can really look at what am I avoiding about creating my life that keeps me defending no money. And then pock and pot it. Everything that is times a godzillion, destroy and uncreate it all right? Wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine, shirts, boys, povids, and beyonds. You can start with that. What that process will do is it will start to unravel the unconsciousness that that I was using, that you were maybe using to hold the point of view in existence. Because our points of view are what create our reality. Your point of view that you would, but you don't have the money is what's creating your reality. So the amazing news about that is that you can Change points of view. Points of view are just created. They're just invented. So you can let go of them, you can give them up, you can pop and pod them. You can interesting point of view. I have this point of view, them, which you can find in infinite being school, by the way, infinitebeingschool.com. You can find an amazing 10-part little digital course for free, my gift to you, to start stimulating your tool set for changing points of view. But that's the thing, is like a point of view is just created, it's invented. So if you could invent it and hold it in place in one way, you can let it go and unravel it and choose another one that's going to work better for you. So that process will start to unravel the unconsciousness that's holding the point of view in place. To have a reality that seems real, you have to have something you're avoiding and something you're defending. And that, those two contrasting forces are like magnets and they, like, they hold the thing in existence. So you can start to unravel things you seemed to not be able to change with what am I avoiding or defending that keeps this in existence? And then beyond that, go back to the middle of this episode and really look at, okay, now, and, 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 and write out for yourself, like the practice, like, what do you want to, what's a conversation you want to have with yourself? How can you start to look at what you're doing with this and really get clear on whether or not it's working for you? That clarity is probably one of the most freeing elements I have ever discovered in terms of creating change. Really getting clear on whether or not it's working for you to live at this level of income. Really looking at, is it working for you to live without the things you are giving up because of your story of not having the money? Is it really working for you to live small and in the way that you are, or do you really, truly, would it work better for you? Would you be thriving more? Would, you, would it work better for you to have instead of not have? To, to choose instead of not choose? We are so powerful. We so powerfully create our own demise, but we can also so powerfully create something else what else is possible? What else is possible? What else is possible that you haven't considered? And how does it get better than this? Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast.